This is Talk of the Rift. Hello, everyone, and welcome back once again to a brand new episode of Talk of the Rift. It's a podcast about League of Legends that I do with my friends Logan and Koobs. When everyone's here, not everyone's here this week. We had a scheduling conflict. Logan couldn't make it to the podcast, unfortunately. So you got me and Koobs to talk about how much North America sucks at League of Legends on the world stage. Koobs, how you doing, buddy? Oh, boy. What a loaded question. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, doing okay. Ready for the weekend, that's for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, it's supposed to be like 60 degrees on Saturday, and uh, that's awesome because when I left work today, it was 42. It's supposed to be 40 and rainy here. Uh, on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't realize it would be that big of a... Di- You're only like an hour and a half north of me. Like two hours I think, north. I think you must be missing the uh, the rain cloud that's probably causing the temperature drop. Hey, I'm not upset about it. Yeah. I'm not upset about that at all. I'm just, uh, I'm just... I'm not real stoked at... Like, I saw flurries on my way home. It was still 40 degrees. I saw flurries on my way home. I'm not I'm ready like, for that. Yeah, I didn't get any of that. I just I, I can't I can't deal with that this early, you know. Wait until November. Yeah, or December even. Or December, or you know, just don't snow. That's yeah, fine. Come on, come I, on. I could go change. with a year. I could go for a year without snow. Come on, global warming, do your thing. Hell yeah, dude. Which it kind of is, but that's a different conversation and a different podcast. Yeah, one that I'm not a part of. <laughs> um, we're gonna jump right in. Um, what we're actually going to jump right into is Iron Facts. Um, you know what? No, we're going to jump into the <laughs> question of the week. We're not going to do Iron Facts just yet. because There was none. There's one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There's one. Uh, last week's question of the week uh, was submitted by Taylor Doden, Superfan Taylor. Uh, and it was, if you could swap a character from League of Legends and a character from Overwatch, just put them in each other's games, uh, who would you pick and what would it be? Or what, what, what would they do? Hey, guys. Quick interruption from the editing bay floor. Uh, no, this isn't an ad. We're not doing ad breaks. Uh, but Taylor actually answered his question of the week. He gave us a, a video, or not a video, an audio answer to his question of the week. And I kind of forgot about it this week until right at the end of the episode. So we're going to go ahead and throw that in right here just to make sure we get it in. And then we'll be dipping right back into the episode. Hey guys, this is uh, Taylor Doden, Talk of the Rift fan here. If I were to switch two champions from Overwatch and League, I think I would have to go with Braum and Reinhardt. That way, you know, they really didn't have, they won't have to do any work. Reinhardt's like little flame thing is Braum's Q. Uh, Reinhardt's like forward dash is Braum's dash. Reinhardt's shield is Braum's E. And then Reinhardt's alt is just Brahms alt. Just straight swap them, get the mustache man and overwatch, you know, have some fun. Despite the fact that uh, I had all week to think about this, every example I could think of for overwatch characters coming to league is like, we already have that. Yeah, it's a you lot know? of them. Like you just said, we talked about it for a couple of seconds before we started recording. You just told me that your gut instinct was... Uh, I don't even know. I've been calling him Hampston. I don't know. Oh, Wrecking Re- Ball is what Wrecking Ball is the yeah. name of the character? It's yeah, 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 Hamster. Yeah, Hamster. Um, that's just Ramus. We have Ramus. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Rambus is, is it'd be a more high tech Rambus. He would, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Play. Is there enough room in League of Legends for another ball champion? Yeah, I yeah, I mean, this would be a, an okay distinction, right? Like you're you shoot a you shoot a you know projectile that attaches to walls and it just pulls you to that wall and hitting people on the way or something and then or I guess carry it, over speed you could you could do something like that that could be cool and different enough i guess he's just he's and slightly just, ranged like 325 range or something yeah he's just ramus with Akshan's e or yeah w, which one's his rope swing uh, rope swing e, e for Akshan. That is e? okay yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's just that but that'd be kind of cool yeah um I don't like we, Reinhardt we is just like Braum. Yeah, we do have some framework on a lot of these people too, because a lot of them went into Hots. That's true, and that's and that's where I'm pulling my uh, my answer from for this. Okay, well, because do you I, have one locked in that you'd like to? Uh, like yeah, to for Overwatch to League, for me it would be Genji, solely based on the fact that I played a lot of Genji in Hots and had a lot yeah. of fun with them, and the deflect mechanics kind of cool, and like the alt is like a change form into like the sword slashes. Yeah, you can I, like you know two different kinds of sword slashes you could do depending on the situation. It was yeah, it was uh, it was fun, and so that's that's the main reason why I picked him. But I think a lot of them could be su- the my honorable mention actually though is uh, Kiriko. Is that the new support that's character? The newest, the newest. I have no character. idea what she does. I'm just like that's Ari. Yeah, I I think you could do a cool Ari, but... a cool crit like a I mean I don't know we already have like Senna, but a cool like crit scaling kind of like support. Because what she does is she does additional critical chance from headshots in Overwatch. Oh, um, really? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's S plus in that game for sure. She's just not okay. ranked yet. Uh, and then she has a dash to ally ability or like a teleport to ally ability. Um, okay. And, yep, I've and, seen that. And then an AOE grenade that grants a brief peer like a brief like in the in game Overwatch. I don't know, not even a second, maybe a second. I'd have to look at the wiki. Uh, of invincibility and a cleanse, and then her alt is a she shoots like foxes forward or a fox, and it gives movement speed and attack speed to people in the zone. So I know what that is because I saw a video on Reddit or Twitter. I, I get them confused. Was it the animated short. No. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it was somebody was playing Overwatch, and it was there's a a game mode in Overwatch Two where there is a robot in the middle of the map, and you're just trying to push the robot to the opponent's like end point, whatever, uh, towards the opponent's base. And there was a the 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 POV is from Kiriko, like like the guy that's playing Kiriko, and he looks and he sees his Torbjorn is just hammering the robot. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And he's just like, I, I, I don't even know what all the jokes were. I, I was just laughing at the idea of Torbjorn just hammering the robot in the ass to get it to move faster. And then the Kiriko goes, here, I can help you. And just alts the Torbjorn so he can swing faster and keep the robot. <laughs> it doesn't change the speed of the robot. But the guy that was playing as Torbjorn was doing a Torbjorn voice at the time. And I thought it was really funny. Um, yeah, that's the alt. Yeah. Hammer, hammer ass is harder. I'd, I'd so I, th- I think that could be like a cool, like kind of more like an elusive style, you know, play from range, you know, yeah. contribute to damage, but also have like some key playmaking abilities. I think that would be a, I mean, she's overloaded in that game too. So yeah. if she sounds overloaded in league. She probably would be. Yeah. 
Um, as I was thinking about the uh, Overwatch 2 League thing, uh, Torbjorn is just Heimerdinger. Yeah. So throw that one out. I don't hate the idea of Symmetra, but also basically Heimerdinger. Yeah. But with like basically Evelyn. Uh huh. <laughs> the couple uh, second delay before you CC them. <laughs> yep. Reinhardt is just Braum. Genji is, I mean, kind of Yasuo. Not really. They're just edgy sword dudes, but. Yeah, well, um, he would have the Talony. He, yeah, he would have the Talony. That's correct. So we do, we just have that too. Um, I, I couldn't settle on one that I really liked, and I was trying to avoid the ones that went to Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Because I feel like they did a really good job picking the heroes that went to HOTS. Um, and they did a really good job implementing them with the possible exception of Hanzo, who I think is really bad in that game, but I don't... Mm, he's been uh, he, he's been adjusted quite a few times. Okay. The last time I saw anybody playing Hanzo in Heroes of the Storm, uh, it was not good. There was very specific maps where he was just like the most unfun character to play against. Oh, good. And and because like just he was a pretty much like a zone. He was he was Varus basically with more bullshit. Okay. Um, one of his ults was like an Ash ult that he could also like join on, and like once it hits, he like could go to that target, and so it had like oh. the four seconds done, and he would just be there. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that no. one was OP for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got the Varus Q, um, and then he has a actually his E ability was cool. It was the scatter shot, old Hanzo ability before he got reworked to the vision um and well, it would he basically... also has the vision thing too right like he's got both i don't uh probably yeah i think I, so maybe well was, in hots i think he's got both yeah i think you're right yeah but he, it would just you would hit it against a wall and it would like shoot like six bullets off of it and just like directions based on how it hit the wall yeah which wouldn't work i mean it still would work in league never mind it would still be fine in certain spots just not as good in lane as it was in in hots i actually think uh I like the I like the idea of introducing more champions that interact with terrain. So if you've got a champion mm-hmm. that like has a skill shot, we've got Velkaz that just gets to a point and separates. But if you can do geometry off of structures and like increase stuff, I think I like that a lot. Could be cool, yeah. Um, boy, I don't know. Doomfist could be cool. He'd be like a combo of like Vi and Old Pantheon R. Yeah, I I see Doomfest. I just assume it's. It's it's Vi. I see yeah. Roadhog. I assume it's just Blitzcrank. You know, Winston yeah. is just Gnar and Megaform. It, it was, would be cool. Yeah. Vein E with the Galio R and the invulnerability shit. Yeah, that's good. I, I just settled on Moira because I've been playing Moira. <laughs> Fair enough. That's it. That's the only justification that I had yeah. for it. Yeah, no, she could be good. But I, I like that. the choice I, every time you use an ability. Yeah, and I feel like her ult being like a healing and damaging beam is actually pretty interactive for yeah. for League because most of the time you're not going to line that up with all of your allies and the enemies. You have to pick one, but if you can line it up with all, you're super rewarded, like with Seraphine ult. Yeah, you know, yeah, they can make it like a strafing ult. Yeah, so I, I actually think Moira's kit would work pretty well. Yeah, um, I don't know, like you could even make her auto attacks like that drain thing that like mm-hmm. kind of slows it just wouldn't do like a ton of damage and then it stacks up to healing and if you can like use your auto to target your uh your hero your ally to use that and to go into healing yeah yeah no, I, I, that's a good I one. feel yeah. like i feel like moira would translate pretty well yeah i think so too but 
again, I literally, I just couldn't think of one that wasn't already a league champ. And I was like, I've been playing Moira, so that one. Yeah. Um, as far as going the other way. Well, there's obvious <sighs> answers here, too. I, I Listen, I'm sure <laughs> there are. All, any mm. character that has a gun? <laughs> yes. And some that don't, but yeah. it, it's the gun. Um, to me, Akshan was the easiest choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm trying to decide if him having the ability to res a teammate in Overwatch is overpowered. I don't uh, yeah. think it is. Yeah, because you still it. have to... It's I mean, insane. Mercy has it as an like as her core like one ability, right? And that's on what a thirty second cooldown. What is that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't play Mercy, but like with Akshan, he can't just decide to res somebody. He has to kill the person that killed one of his teammates to get him back up. And I feel like Overwatch characters aren't dead for long enough for that to be abusable. Um, so Definitely I would just depends. leave it. Definitely depends. Okay, I could see it being it. It wouldn't be very well received. I think more so than it was in in, in league when it was okay. first announced, just because of the fact that you get like you just envision like a team fight where like one team's winning and then all of a sudden the uh, Reaper drops down and just wipes the whole team. So yeah. like, so then it's like it's Reaper and like yeah, I don't know one just, or one or two other people. You just kill the Reaper. Yeah, then you just kill yeah, the yeah. Reaper and then your whole team just like stands back up. <laughs> That's fair. I, <laughs> I think I, it. Would, yeah, situation. I think it could be really good. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we said that same stuff with with League too. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. it's just more it's more likely in Overwatch that that situation happens. The thing with Akshan that I think would be really cool is like since with him his swinging on the grapple and him mm -hmm. auto attacking in League, you could do the same thing in Overwatch. It just means that he's more exposed because if he wants to take shots, he's got to be within vision mm -hmm. of them. And then it's like, well, you're taking a defined arc. We can shoot you while you're doing it. I think it'd be a fun kit. Yeah, my answer was also Akshan, by the way. Oh, good. Nice. With the, with the caveat of reworking his W. Or like not or not bringing that part of it into... Uh, so no stealth? Uh, well, sorry, the revive part of it. Oh. I think you'd have the, you would have the stealth like around, like another like okay. Sombra. But the reason why I picked it mostly is more selfish, is that I love grapple hook mechanics. Pathfinder and Apex is some of the most fun I have in a video game ever. And if Overwatch had some, I mean, you could say it has Widowmaker, but it's not the same. It's not. You you make like a functioning like grapple. I will never play another character again. Yeah, that's fair. And I definitely think with Akshan, like in League, he stays the same distance away from the one point. So you could do that. And then they're just swinging a wide arc around yeah. and not necessarily up and over. Yeah, it's the reason why I like it's the reason why I like Wrecking Ball, but his is still kind of wonky to use just because he's such like a big character. It doesn't feel yeah. like he can do like the same stuff. I do feel like in most I'm video bad. games, I might be bad. Uh, in most video games, a good grapple mechanic is like the most satisfying thing. Oh, absolutely. Are, yeah. Grapple's maybe not the right word, but but like, uh, you played the new Spider new. Oh, like, quote, unquote, like new. Yeah, yeah, the Spider Man game. They put fast travel in that game. We talked about this before. The most fun thing to do in that game is just swing in New York City because it's a good, like, swinging rope, like, grappling hook mechanic. It's just good, yeah. you know? And that's one of the main reasons why that game was so successful. Um, yeah. So I definitely feel like that would be uh, very beneficial to pretty much any game. If you can get a good grapple mechanic in there, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, you can get some sick tanks, too. I feel like Maokai could be cool. 
throw those little sapling bombs that just like try to chase people. <laughs> I guess you'd uh, probably be able to shoot them, right? But like that, you have to take time away from uh, yeah. shooting the enemy team to shoot those. Yeah, yeah. I like it. You dash that someone locks them down. It's definitely easier to find a good example of going from League to Overwatch just because League has like 140 characters. Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. Um, and we're getting a new one. Did you see the the yeah. tease for the new guy? Cassante, uh, yeah. uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, the uh, the guy from Black Panther. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, not literally, but yes. They look they look very similar and have like the same like, yeah, because right, it was like the protect the village thing. Yeah. And the, and then they were both, you know, just they were thick, thick guys. Those guys are huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking stacked. Uh, and I, I, I saw. Uh, somebody was made a made a post just really appreciating how much Riot is going into, uh, hashing out some of these areas that we don't have a lot of representation from. Yeah. Not just like in the game. Also in real life, there's not a lot of representation for uh, multicultural things. I, I, I'll say that to put it generally, because I don't, I don't want to upset anybody. Um, we're, we're not getting another white character, so we're happy. That's what we're saying. Right, right, right. It's not another <laughs> white guy with sword, you know? With the half a shirt ripped. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but then also they're going in and, and hashing out, or, or fleshing out, hashing out, whatever you want to call it, regions in Runeterra. And all of this serves to to give them more um, baseline to work with with the MMO, because anytime mm-hmm. they design a character in League of Legends, that is <laughs> plugging into the MMO. I love how we're all just like this entire we're just end gaming the MMO like oh, completely, ab- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like, League of Legends is a stepping stone to the greatest MMO ever created. I listen. Fingers I crossed. won't call it that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hype up what the MMO is going to be. I'm just saying that this builds into that. That's yeah, all. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't. You. I don't want to well, build something up and get let down again. Speaking yeah. of building something up and letting getting let down again, uh, mm-hmm. Worlds is happening. And as we're recording this, it is. It's Thursday. It's not Wednesday. So we know that Cloud Nine is eliminated from Worlds. They end up going one and five. The one win they picked up was against Fnatic. Fnatic is also eliminated, so it's just between T1 and um, EDG on who gets first and second. Um, it's happening right now. It, With yeah. uh, a T1 stomp, by the way. 15 oh. to 4 at 23 minutes. Oh my god. I hadn't looked in a while. 10k gold lead. Uh, Cloud9 played their, their sixth game against T1, and they did it as a for-fun game. They drafted Belveth and Heimerdinger support. Uh, and it was kind of fun. It was fun to watch. Uh, Jensen 1v1 Faker. Uh, Jensen was a Kali. Faker was... Who's the guy who could steal the ultimate? Silas. Oh, Silas. And they 1v1'd like four times that game, and I think <laughs> Jensen got Faker like 3-1. one or 2-2 okay. or, or something. It was like really close back and forth. The last one was really, really close and super hype. I, I recommend watching that VOD. Understanding that that's a North America loss. But just just watch it to see Cloud9 have fun. Um, and obviously it sucks when you're like mathematically eliminated from anything. But if you can go out there, I saw some people on Twitter complaining that Cloud9 was making it a four fun game. What else are they going to do? You want them to try hard? 
but like, it's not it's also not like they trolled like Heimerdinger support act like legit had been picking up steam yeah, yeah i see people pick like... Heimerdinger support into rel yeah now th- that's not what t1 was playing but <laughs> i've seen it happen but also yeah let them let them do their let, let them do they what they want and it was like yeah it was the most fun game of theirs to watch besides the fanatic one right which is crazy but here we are <laughs> You know, I, I was sitting here. That That's my iron fact, by the way, from weeks ago. I said that Cloud9 is far and away the best team from North America. Based on what I saw in the transition from LCS Finals to Worlds, I just won't accept that that's the best team in North America. Now, maybe <laughs> those five players are the best five players in North America. That could be. But for whatever reason, we just decided not to learn anything. And we drafted... <sighs> Just garbage. Just absolute garbage. The entire first week. The one win we got, they changed the draft strategy. And then they went back to the old way. Yeah, that was was the frustrating part for me, too. Which, you know, yeah, for me, it's the mentality of it. It's like, even if, like, like, would an Orn pick really have won C9 that game? Probably not. But, like, but I don't know, man. I just... Did we not learn our lesson that we can't compete in these skill matchups <laughs> this year? I, 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 apparently we didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I and, and, like, it's not like if, if it wasn't with like the context, right, of like what has happened. Like, yes, the yeah. like in a vacuum, the Aatrox is a fine first pick, right? He's he's widely considered yeah. like the best top laner for competitive. As, especially considering but... <laughs> you're taking that pick away from Flandre. But yeah. who's going to know how to play into an Aatrox better than the person who's probably the best at that champion in the world? Yeah. And, and as we saw, I mean, if you're a bent him over, it was perfectly timing all the the W pulls with the. Uh, for the stun yeah uh escaped a gank by using it that way and after that gank didn't work it was just game over for for top lane because fiora just uh was better yeah and fiora has the tools to deal with atrox and if a better player has that fiora that's uh an expected outcome yeah which which shouldn't have been a surprise that that was an option for uh edg when they picked that it's one of the things that i have a problem with um Sort of the NA style is to shit talk everybody and talk about how good you are. But that looks so bad when you do that and then get your just get get absolutely stomped. And like I get it's a fun personality thing and it's fun to see the trash talk go back and forth and it's fun to watch Fudge beat somebody and then then do an interview and talk about how good he is or whatever. Like, cool, you've got celebrity status. But then if you turn around and on the only stage that really, really matters, you guys go one and five. It's very frustrating to listen to that because I know next season we're going to hear all this shit talking back and forth. It's like, are we really that? Are we good enough to do that? Like you're only playing within your own region, which has terrible representation on the world stage. Yeah, I don't. I, I, just, for, I, just, I, don't I don't like all the boasting and then and then not being able to back it up. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the risk, obviously, right? Yeah. Like that's that's but. I, I think it's, I don't have that big of a problem with it, but I can understand why he's getting the backlash and they should not be surprised that he's getting it. Uh, whoever they is, you know, whether being Fudge right. or, or yeah, LF, yeah, yeah. who is harsh, hard, hard defending Fudge on Twitter. Um, he, I mean, he literally said in his montage for, for the NA finals, when he, they did this whole like thing on, on hyping him up, that he was like, I talk this much to keep myself at a higher standard because like, oh, I can't like look bad from track talking. 
And okay. I, I think that's a perfectly fine mentality to have. He's like, that's what that's what I use to like keep me motivated. Helps keep me motivated. And I'm, that's, sure, that's fine. Even if it blows up in your face, it's fine. It, if that's the purpose but, that it, but it is a bad then, luck. then I guess fine. I still don't like it. It's a, yeah, that's that's totally fine. But that's that's the that's the risky play. I, I mm-hmm. think. I think uh, we've gotten away from that too much. And that's when NA got a little bit boring when everyone's like, oh yeah, good team. Like, we'll see what we do. Like, no one wants to hear that actually leading up. Like it kills the hype a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, I'm on the fence of like, I'm okay. I'm okay with the trash talk, but I'm not going to like <laughs> not smack talk the trash talker when he gets shit on like, like he uh, yeah. did here. And, and you could argue that, uh, Hey, maybe a little less one v ones with Darshan, and maybe you would have performed a little bit better and been able to back it up. <laughs> a little more with the actual best players in the region instead of two two days before your second week of uh, of playing when you got dumpstered. Like if you skip the first week, fine, but when you go that record in the first week and you're not on champs queue that night, <laughs> the following day, I got issues. Yeah, with your, with, with your preparation. And the flip side of that, obviously, as being outside looking in, it's very hard for us to to say that and know for certain that there wasn't anything else happening because I don't know what was going on behind 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 closed doors. But again, it's a really bad look, and you have this tool that all the best in the world are using. Yeah, and you're like, no, nah, that's not good enough practice for me. Is basically I- what it looks like. Or, or is, I don't have the that time the for image. that. It's, yeah, it, it's it's. I don't know how you can really justify it. If you like, you can't really say. Yeah, you, you can't. Any any reasons? Uh, just wrong. Yeah, and then you can stack on top of that. We're we're paying like the most money in the world for our players. Like, the, what did we say? The team liquid roster was like seven million dollars or something, and they didn't they they didn't finish top three in in their region yeah Th- that's uh um oh i read a Miss an article that was talking about uh a stream that double if did with sneaky and he was talking about how the esports bubble is like popping you know how we've been sitting here throwing money throwing money throwing money into esports and because we're not getting any results people are just going to stop throwing money at it and then well, you're you're not going to be able to afford to pay out these super big contracts. I don't necessarily know if that's true, I, but that, that seems weird knows to me. a lot more behind the scenes than I do. Yeah, the way the way I see it is, so where's the money that's being thrown coming from? Right, it's investors, it's it's ad revenue, right. it's it's all those things, right? Those those people that are signing on for that do not care, give one single fuck if we're a winning region or not. All they care about is the viewership. Right. Which a lot of times can go hand in hand with with that, but it's not necessarily how that goes. Yep. Um, and, and so the concerning part is more not that. And, and yeah, like you said, or like I said, it could be a, a symptom of it. But there's other ways that we can, you know, viewership can get hyped up. I think there's more reasons why like, viewership was down. I don't think that like in the next five years, money's going to run out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. I do think and do hope that they do stop this inflation of freaking prices of people because i do think it's like too much money and i do think that's unsustainable um and and uh so i think like that needs to come down a bit yeah uh but i i think i think that you know it can i don't feel like we're in a risk of losing the mastercard sponsor you know what i mean they don't care yeah, probably no. not. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm paraphrasing that a good bit. 
I oh, don't okay, know okay. all of the examples he's giving. Um, but the 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 active part of the quote was that the the bubble around esports was popping, and he expected contracts to come down, which I think is a good thing. If you want yeah. the big contract, go win something. Yeah, I guess I was. I think the the bubble the bubble popping is more like, okay, we're going for we're stopping and we're not doing as much importing. Yep. So that, and the imports are what's what takes the <laughs> giant majority of the contracts. Um, and we're going to start actually developing talent and, and going with players like Jojo Pune, who might eventually be making a lot of money, but it's not like, Hey, they're here for one year and we just shipped them off, you know, $2 million and now they're gone. And that $2 million was, uh, you know, it was not, not invested into the league really. Yeah. It's, we're literally shipping that $2 million out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. We're outsourcing like crazy <laughs> or like mediocre product. Yep. Yeah. And so I, I, I think, yeah, I think, I think the, contracts will start to come down but because we're gonna and should look ourselves in the mirror and being like we just got to do better as ourselves in a region because it looks worse when we're importing and losing than it does if we're creating our own talent and losing yeah uh you mentioned talking about viewership uh with like lcs and and na games at worlds or whatever um i gotta say watching worlds this year has made me really really appreciate the English speaking talent that we have for other regions. We have some really good casters like in mm-hmm. our network of, of people. And like if I had Cadrill uh, calling games in NA, I'd watch more LCS. Yeah, Cadrill's one of my favorites. Cadrill's so good. I yeah. I can't believe I just like I've seen or I've I've watched games that he's casted before, but it's never like clicked how actually good he is. But then you get Cadrill. I don't remember the, uh, what his name is, but he's an Irish guy, and he does, um, I think, Chinese. I think he does LPL. Um, oh, I don't know that guy, but I know. I, I, yeah, I've heard good things about him, too. When those two were on the desk together, I was like, I don't even care what teams are playing. I'll just listen to you two talk about League of Legends for four hours. I don't care. Like, that part was entertaining. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. we, we tune freak. in every week to get <laughs> Freak. And we get Captain Flowers, Kobe, and I'm, ha- I'm, but I love Kobe too. I think Kobe's really cool. Kobe's also. great. I love Flowers too, but I'm, I'm, but that's about as deep as it goes for me. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, I just think that the international talent, English speaking talent that we have for other regions is is really, really good. And I just wish we'd use them more. You could shuffle them around season by season. I don't care, but like Freak's got so much tenure. He's been there the entire time. He's not leaving until he decides he wants to leave, and I don't think he's ever going to decide he wants to leave. You know, yeah, and like I used to love listening to Freak back in the day. You could say maybe I just didn't know any better. I don't know. I find no, I him a bit boat. annoying now. Yeah, no, I was the same boat. He, it's like his like ego ramped up. Could be it's almost, or or more like not even the ego. It seems like I don't know. It, it it feels like he says things confidently that I just don't believe are true. Yeah, and like like the consistent takes with like the the rumble was it the rumble jungle I think is what uh or rumble mid or something that he had one of those cons I can't remember exactly the details Logan would remember if he was here if he was here um but the but most recent one now with the oblivion orb he was trying to like say yep. the oblivion orb first buy was good and it's like no never no wrong false not accurate like you have to take this math with context also like it's not the funny part about right. that was. He had made comments about Oblivion Orb purchase being bad or good in a situation, and it was like in melee versus range or range versus melee, whatever. I don't, I don't remember the specifics. Mm-hmm. And then 
last week in the exact same scenario on Twitter, he goes in and talks about, like, let's say the first time he said how bad it was. The second time he said how good it was because, and he gave the exact same reasons. Like, yeah. he, it, like the same reasons, but like kind of inverted. Yeah. And I just, the like, funniest part to me was like, it was like the first one when he was, uh, when it like had actually some healing away at like after like buying. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, this is more, this is more damage than sword boots. And I'm like, yeah, it does, that's not the point for one. Uh, and then like the next game after <laughs> Oblivion Horb had zero healing for like 10 straight minutes after buying. Yeah. Well, it's it, like still good freak. <laughs> I, I like seeing these analyses uh, on on Twitter where it's oh, like that guy's my favorite. Th- yeah, this player bought Oblivion Orb at seven minutes. At seventeen minutes, he had mitigated two hundred and thirty five healing. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, that the, is, is that, that better? Yeah, than anything else you could spend that gold on, like. You're going to need it later, sure, but I just don't feel like you need it at seven. Like, your first back was that? Yeah, yeah. no one's saying, like, don't build it ever. It's just, like, these these first items into, even if you think it's, like, the champion has healing, it ends up just not being as worth, like, it's it's not worth delaying your mythic by 800 gold. It, yeah. It's, it's almost, almost never. You're pushing I would argue, back I would, your, I would maybe argue never. You're pushing back your power spike. And yeah. th- right when champions start hitting their power spike is when every team started rolling over North America. Yeah, that's like right where, like, for the uh, that's where all the dragon fights were happening, man. Like that's why like, all these like team fights were losing. And they look at the items and it's like, oh wait a second. By this the guy's way, still sitting on components. Yeah, yeah. By the way, at one point in the Cloud Nine T one game that got really scrappy, T one had a ten k gold lead. 5k of that was just the ADC difference. Yeah, they kind of... Which, again, yeah. it was a four four fun game. Cloud9 was basically just five-man roaming and trying to kill... It might be four fun for... Uh, yeah, for but, it's like, but I think, like, you know, they were actually trying to win the game. It's yeah, not like right, they were rolling right. over. They're they just were o- just definitely not playing the way that we had seen them playing. They were playing champions that they <laughs> wanted to play to have fun. <laughs> It was yeah. refreshing. Yeah, it yeah. was like it was weirdly refreshing to see us get stomped in a different way. But all of this to say that I would really like to see some more talent get shaken up for uh, LCS broadcasts. And I'm yeah. not I, like even the people that I like bring in a couple of fresh faces. Let's let's getting, let's yeah. keep rotating some people through. Let's give some trials. We don't need to have someone for a full season if they're you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like put some people's feet in the water. Let's see what's going on. Well, and we talked about having former players on there in addition to the two casters, and that's refreshing because it's just a different yeah. voice and, and perspective. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and like, a little little deeper analysis, which I think most people appreciate. Yeah, you know, I, and then he, I, I listen. I swear to God, we were done bashing on Freak, but like the <laughs> biggest the biggest gripe that I have with Freak is he does like he does his casting where he's doing like play by play and then he'll also like do analysis and number 1 the analysis doesn't make sense and number 2 let your co-host do his job yeah you know like every now and then it's fine but i feel like it's every like 3 seconds yeah it's too it's yeah yeah it's just too often and then he went to evil freak like too often again because of one of it blew up it's the first time yeah. he did it which was well, fine people i like actually- it when i'm an asshole <laughs> which I mean, that situation was great but then it seemed like he was forcing it yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't know i'm 
I can, I, yeah, I'm done talking about that guy, no. but uh, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's awesome. Uh, you know, generally, like I said, his patch rundowns are very good too, um, yeah. as far as like getting into the math and things like that. I, just casting, it just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. So, what we have uh, left for group stage that will be happening uh, at the day that this gets released. Um, I actually don't remember who plays tomorrow for NA. Um, is it Evil Geniuses that plays tomorrow? It's group B, right? It's, just, it's going down A, B, C, D, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so it is EG. Yep. Um, which means that it's just a full round robin. So EG opens the day playing against G2, then they play against JDG, and then they play damn one. They still got a chance at first? Do for they? My, Does nobody have... No, I don't think... I think <laughs> mathematically they probably don't. I think they can get... I think, yeah, I think they get into... They can go 2-1, or they and get into a tiebreaker, so, I think Logan so, was telling me. I can't remember. They're 0-3, obviously. And JDG is 3-0. But Damwon is 2-1, and G2 is 1-2. So, if they go 3-0, Damwon has to beat JDG. Well, JDG has to lose all three. Damwon has to beat JDG. And G2 has to beat JDG and Damwon. And then EG has to beat everybody. And then it's a four-way tie for first. And that's the only way EG can tie for first. Okay, I can see it. I, I mean, that would, be, happens. that would be cool. <laughs> and this group is just weird. I could, I could actually see this happening. Because, yeah, JDG is 3-0. And like, we, we knew they were going to be. But they also didn't look infallible. You know, there was a, yeah. a couple of chinks in the armor kind of moments. And if you get two or three of those in a row, you could beat them. Now, that's the odds a bad of them day. going... That's all we need to do. Yeah, the odds of them going... Oh, 03 tomorrow oh, or today for when this comes out like it's not happening it's just not yeah yeah but i could see it it's yeah there's it's, if it's there it's there and but then, yeah I, but we do have a legit shot at at second i think if we perform well yeah you or could go tiebreaker for a second i think it was what it was yeah i th- i think that they have they have to for sure win at least two yes for sure but, because damn on key already has two yeah but I mean, I, realistically, for them to actually have a shot, I think they have to win all three. Yeah, it's an outside. It's an outside shot. And you'll find that theme continuing with 100 Thieves. They find themselves in the exact same situation with RNG 3 <laughs> Gen G 2-1, Flying Oyster 1-2, and 100 Thieves 0-3. Um, I'll tell you that right. I'll tell you what right now. That's not happening. That is just that is just not a thing <laughs> that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, We'll see. I currently you... believe that the standings in Group D are what they are going to finish as. I am really, really impressed with RNG in the group stage. They look very, very good. They just got COVID though. I did you like see? The, did like you see that video? Of they 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 put an announcement out in the World's Complex, and they said your mandatory COVID testing window is between nine a.m. and noon. Oh shit! Sorry. Huh? What's that? Random random info on the Kesante, the new new character, which okay. I should have thought about this because he's getting an uh uh what call it skin. The I can't think of his name. Oh my goodness, the world song. Oh, Lil Nas. Lil Nas X. I I could only think of the X. I couldn't think of the rest of it. Um, 
uh, he's getting. I think he's getting a skin along with it, you know, like a little Nas X skin. So he's gonna. The, he's going to look. Like, okay. But the the guy, the voice actor, just tweeted whose name is Diobia Opari. He says, "I'm excited to give life and voice to Cassante and make history, portraying the first LGBTQ Black Champion Warrior." Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's so, dotting a lot of eyes and crossing a lot of T's. Yeah. But and you know we'll see. We'll see how uh, how he plays. I'm excited for a new warrior champion. Probably won't play too much of it. That's not quite my class, but um, I could see him doing some cool stuff with it. Is he supposed to be a tank? What is he? I'm gonna guess bruiser by it, but maybe. Could I mean, be, we'll could find, be just we'll, straight up tank, yeah. I mean, the internet will find a way to make him a <laughs> an AP mage with like a mathematically correct build, where an ability that we it. didn't think scaled with AP somehow does a million damage for no reason. Can't wait. <clears throat> Forest. He's probably gonna be a mid. <laughs> He's probably gonna be a mid mid champion. Yeah, like like not that good. Yeah, uh, no, we'll see. He'll be good. I'm, I'm, I'm Coos meant mid lane. I was making a joke on what I, I think mid is a dumb thing to say. Uh, uh, personally, oh, like that's mid. Like yeah. that's mid. P- yeah. People say that's mid to say that it's not very good or it's bad. Does that make right. us boomers? Are we getting? Old? I mean, pro- I'm 27. I'm a boomer, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like. I'm a millennial, I'm not a boomer, but millennials are the new boomers, so it doesn't matter. True. I'm an old man. I'm too old for this shit. What was I saying before you jumped in with that? Something about RNG looking really good. Gen Video G has not out. looked as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the COVID protocol thing. So they announced that COVID protocols were, or like your mandatory COVID testing for the day was like 9 a.m. to noon. And what every single player in that facility read was go at 11.59. <laughs> so there's a video of a guy <laughs> that's just walking down the hall and all every single one of the best League of Legends players in the world are all standing like a foot apart from each other, masks on, but they're all standing like breathing on each other in line to get a COVID test. Where where COVID has already been seen throughout the tournament. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, we, we don't know where they got COVID from. You don't? <laughs> I've got a guess. <laughs> yeah, I got a few ideas. Like, I I just don't understand. You're you're giving <laughs> you're giving teenage like young adults and teenagers agency over a time slot, and you just assumed that they were gonna spread themselves out. Make appointments <laughs> by team. this is not complicated you had three hours to get i'm mad you had three hours to get 16 teams in or however many you there's so much time i i can't oh i'm upset yeah hopefully it doesn't uh i mean yeah we'll see hopefully they're feeling okay yeah well it they've got the the so as far as i've heard from all of the people on twitter that i've seen it was like so and so player has covid Everybody feels fine. It's, it, it feels like just whatever version of COVID is going on over there, it's not really active, but it is the virus. So, I mean, I guess there's that. Everybody should be playing. The, the only group we, that doesn't have an NA team is Group C. Can we talk about Rogue for a second? What the fuck? How are they 3-0 right now? How is top esports 1-2? and two? Apparently they're good. I like I don't understand Group C at all. Yeah, the the if TES doesn't make it out. That's a collapse. A hundred percent. That's another LPL collapse. 
Well, that was the that was Logan's question last week. Was which like there's going to be an LPL or LCK team that just shits the bed? <laughs> it could be that. It looks like it's going to be top esports, and that's wild to me because yeah. they've got like like their roster just has like the best players on it. Yeah, they're you know they're, they're supposed to be uh, a lot of teams would be happy if they didn't make it out. Yeah, put it that way. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, DRX would be pretty happy if top doesn't make it out because it means they're probably moving on. Yeah. And then Gigabyte Marines is 03. Yeah, it turns out Rogue's a little bit better than I was thinking. Yeah. I really I really thought Rogue was going to not be very good, but they proved me wrong. But that is okay, because right now, Rogue is the only reason, like, as the standings are right now, Rogue is the only reason it's not a 100% LPL and LCK uh, yeah, like finals tournament. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if if things continue on the trend that they're on, we all become Rogue's biggest fans no. uh, so that the West can get one? Not me. No? I'd rather have LPL supremacy for the next 10 years than for Europe to win Worlds or <laughs> before NA. Wow. I don't want to have a chance. All right. Yeah. I, personally, like... Yeah, I'm petty. I, I, I would still <laughs> like the West to get a championship, but also there's a spot in my... There, there is a, there's a portion of me that believes that Faker is like this close to retiring. If he told us he was hanging it up after this year, I wouldn't be surprised. So part of me wants him to win Worlds, especially if he's going to retire after this year, to go out on top. Like, he's the best player ever. He's the best player to touch the game right now. You know, like, historically. Not mm-hmm. not this second, he's not the best player in the world. But you know what I mean. Yeah. I'd like to see him win one more on the way out. Part of me thinks that's probably why he's still playing is he'd like to win one more and he feels like he can. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll play uh, for another like can. 10 years. Who knows? I, I have no idea. T1 looks like one of the like top two teams in the tournament to me. They look so good. Yeah. Who did they drop that game to? Was that EDG? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was going to say, I didn't think Fnatic beat him. Um, I, I don't believe so, but maybe. I, I don't remember actually, to be honest. That would mean that Fnatic's two wins were both against EDG? No, no, no. The Fnatic beat C9 day one. Oh, right. Because Cloud9 beat Fnatic. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I would just... If it's not going to be a team from the West, I'd like to see Faker get one more on the way out. That's all. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we talked a lot about Worlds. Um we're probably going to be just as depressed about it next week on the podcast. Stay tuned. So be be ready for that. But for this week, I think we're going to put it aside. We didn't talk items. about... We didn't finish talking about preseason changes. Uh, we went through the jungle changes and how like dragons and, and warden pinging and stuff works. We were about to start on the items and it was it was time for us to, to call it a day. So we're going to get in on that. The last week I joked that Rod of Ages was like the only important thing to to note on there. All, all of these tank items look ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I it, like with the with the solo lane changes. It's like they're they that might be juggernauts. Orn actually becomes have... overpowered. I I think even though I think he already is like getting to his mythic items faster from more XP in lane. Yeah, you're gonna get and, and these are the mythic items. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah, you're going to get, like, tanks mid lane. You're going to have, like, 
supports jungling or something. <laughs> and like Vayne's going to be pick man because he'll be the only AD carry that can actually do damage. You know? I yeah, don't know. I just. We'll definitely see. Preseason is going to be wild, man. Uh, with any, do you want to go through all of the new items? Talk about like they're, they're bringing a new range of mythic items in. Yeah, we can do it. We can let's go through each one. I'll sure. kind of go through it. Quick impressions. Move on to the next. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Uh, you just want to go like every other? Sure. That's fine. As far as, all right. So the first mythic item is Akathia's Endurance, which is a tank item. Uh, 400 health, 30 armor, 30 magic resist, 20 ability haste. So I think that makes it the same as Iceborne right now. That sounds right. Or or it's, I can't remember which Uh, one had more now. But um, the passive on this one, for each second a champion, for each second in champion combat, gain a stack granting 3 armor and magic resist up to 10 max. So 30 armor and magic resist at full stacks. Max stacks become empowered, instantly draining enemies around you for 4% of your own maximum health, uh, reduced to 1% against minions and monsters, uh, and, and doubling your resists from stacks until the end of combat. 60-second cooldown. I'm, I'm waiting. Gives 5 for... armor and magic resists per legendary item. <laughs> I'm waiting for the video of, like, Zack or Mundo. The science or... goaded. Or Scion, <laughs> just like one-shotting somebody with the active on a Kathia's endurance, or the active yeah. the the trigger on a Kathia's endurance. Uh, yeah, I mean, would it? I mean, it'd be hard to literally one shot, right? But it, yeah, you wouldn't actually one shot. But but you'll do a lot. You'll do a burst, and you'll be unkillable. Yeah. Until the end of combat. The first time I read this, I thought it was like. It would basically activate a Swain alt, and it would continuously drain. And I was like, "This is absurd. You can't, you can't print this item. You can't put this out." But it's just one proc of getting four percent of their max health. Um, so yeah. you get a pretty healthy uh, heal out of it. Obviously, four percent for every champion that's nearby, and you get insanely tanky with it. Um, I feel like this is gonna be one of those ones, like. Yes, I feel like this works really, really well on Scion. Baus is going to find some reason that <laughs> like a lethality item is going to be the best item on Scion again. Or for some reason, AP Scion will one-shot people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. there, is, there is a champion that this goes on that just becomes absolutely ridiculous, and I don't know who it is. I it might be right. Singed. It might be Udyr. I personally I think Singed is going to go Rod of Ages, but we'll get to it that. Might, it might even be Shaco. Who knows? It might even be Shaco. You know? <laughs> Shaco is a known tank abuser. And then we just find out that his clone also procs this and Yeah, it doubles just, it. Just yeah. yeah, we'll see. Good tank item, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Radiant Radiant Virtue. There's some interesting names coming coming out. I saw they, they changed one. I wonder oh, if they're, they're gonna have the updated one on here. So this gives four hundred health, thirty armor, thirty magic resist, and twenty ability haste. Does that sound familiar? It should. It's the same stats for Acathia's endurance. The extra ability on it is called Guiding Light. Upon casting your ultimate, you transcend, increasing your maximum health by 10% for 9 seconds. That's a very long time. Yeah. Uh, while transcended, you and allies within 1,200 range of you gain 25 non-ultimate ability haste. So you're getting um, Staff of Flowing Water before it was nerfed, without the movement speed. 
You and allies will also heal for 1.5% of your maximum health every three seconds, increasing by up to 100% based on that champion's missing health. Healing is doubled on yourself, 90 second cooldown. And then every other myth or, or legendary that you get uh, gives you an extra 100 health. This item is bonkers. Yeah. This item's not okay, man. That's a theme, by the way. The this item's not okay. The 25 Don ability haste, man, uh, like, not ultimate ability haste, is going to be broken for so many team comps. You're, it's accelerating your rotation so fast. Yeah. It makes, like, these important abilities, like, like the higher cooldown abilities, you know, you get more value out of the ability haste as far as seconds gone because of the change they did. Yep. The only thing with this one, you have to cast your ultimate to get this to work. And then you're juggling two cooldowns because this has but you're already you're already like an engaged person. Like most likely probably, yeah, getting probably. this right. Like this is yeah, I the because like well transcended. So for nine seconds. So you even get you you're even turning this into like with champions that have, you know, abilities under nine seconds, which is a lot of champions, you're just getting it out twenty-five percent more often. It's it just accelerates your team fight. I feel like so much. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think of who this gets used on. I yeah, twenty. It's not twenty five percent more often, but whatever. It no, is. it's whatever the the <laughs> math is on it. It's math yeah. more often. I don't know what the math is. Yeah, I can't think exactly of who this belongs to. Uh, uh, obviously, could... it's good for a lot of things, but I feel like just with how good the the mythic items are in this, that like there's going to be other items yeah, for other champions. Or- Orn, Malphite, legit Leona. I, I feel yeah. Anybody that has an impactful like that can like open things up. Yeah, this is going to be very good on probably better than a Kathy's endurance. I would take this more often, except on you know if it's not like a team fight champion, maybe not. But. Right. Like I guess I could see this on like a Rel. But I could see this on Scion too. Because yeah. like you you get your Q up more often, you get your shield up more often. Like it's you're healing your you and your allies for one point five percent of max health, like a moonstone tank item, right? Like, that scales <laughs> with your max health. Yeah, it's uh, healing is doubled on yourself. You're never dying, Mundo. This could be this would be insane on Mundo. Yeah, it actually would. Mundo pressing R. It did more more cleavers. <laughs> like this saying. By the way, this saying healing is doubled on yourself. I assume that's just the healing from the you and your eyes will heal, heal from your max health. Boy, I hope all so. healing. Because if that's all healing, then this thing Boy, is. Boy, I hadn't considered that. Because <laughs> <laughs> healing is double on yourself is its own sentence. It's yeah. not like tied to anything. Oh, it totally is, man. This item's no. For, oh my god, the first week of preseason is going to be a hilarious mess. I, I can't wait to in. Pr- Every preseason, I hit tab, and I'll see an icon that I have no idea what it is, and I'll just spend like 30 seconds reading the thing instead of playing the game. Yeah, the, the fights are going to last an hour, too, I feel like. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like excited and terrified at the same time. Anything with percent max health damage on it is going to be very high value once preseason starts. Sort of. I think sometimes it's deceptive, though, right? Depending on what stage of the game you're in. Yeah, it, it also depends on... Um, like how frequently you can trigger that because like elise's q like when she's in human form does percent max health and then her q when she's in spider form does percent missing health that's not actually that good at dealing with tanks because 
it has such a long cooldown that most tanks don't care if you spam that, and you have to get pretty close. So yeah, it, it, the frequency and how consistently you can trigger it or whatever, like there's obviously, it's not all percent max health, but like yeah. they're making Demonic Embrace do more damage and be less tanky, and they have to because all the tank items are getting insane. <laughs> so if you throw yeah. Demonic on top of that, it gets ridiculous. Yeah, I just did, I did the math, by the way, just real quick. I think I okay. did the math correctly. If you have like 2,000 health, which right would probably be, you know, on just this item. Uh, yeah. So every, every three seconds, you'd be healing for 30, which is not bad at all. I think I did the math wrong. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. I did the math wrong for sure. That's no healing way. Healing for 30? I didn't add enough zeros. Every how often? Every three seconds, 1.5% yeah. of your max health. It's a taste of, but that equates to a taste of blood every three seconds for thirty. Is like what I was like about. Yeah, and it doesn't. It might not it's sound fine. like enough. Yeah, it's but. it, but it's not. But I do think it's not going to be. I think yeah. It, it, I mean, it, this is for sure a scaling item. I think you're right. I think it is thirty. One one point five percent of two thousand. I think that's thirty. Yeah. I hope um, so. I hope so. Yeah, that sounds right though. But it, which which is actually like what I'm thinking about a little bit more like depending on early on depending on who you're healing like thirty seems a lot. I more wonder if but. this isn't gonna be like Tarek's gonna build this and then build enchanter items alongside his tank items so that like no I could yeah I could see a ton of, I could see this being a support item for sure because like, it ironically. triggers all of your on heal effects yeah. on everybody every three seconds yeah, do you know how, on how, how long those on heal effects usually last yeah. about three seconds yeah i yeah i could see it i could see it depends on how much gold this is like if this is like 3200 gold this like, that's just true not, we don't have prices in here that's a good so point. so we'll see we'll see how that comes down to we got it we got to keep going though we got to keep yep. going insane item iceborne gauntlet 400 health 40 armor no magic resist which is interesting to me 20 ability haste and I assume that no magic resist is just keeping it in theme with what the item was before it was a mythic because it yeah. always only gave armor. But it is weird, weird that a mythic. a mythic is not giving magic resist. Yeah, so like there's gonna be like team comps that you your champ might want this. Malphite uh, and uh, well, Malphite specifically really likes that oh, Malphite armor stat and 20 yeah. ability haste. Yeah, if these other two items aren't more busted than this, like it's just it makes it not worth this. This could be an this would be an insane Malphite item. Yep. Yeah. Fellblade, your next attack is enhanced, dealing 100% base AoE physical damage, increased the frost field. So, yeah, we know that. So it's what Iceborne Gauntlet always was. But then it also now the the slow scales off of your maximum health. So your, and your primary target that you autoed is slowed double the amount, and has their damage against you reduced by 10% for 2.5 seconds on a 1.5 second cooldown. So what every yeah. This is an Udyr item, for yeah, sure. No, for sure. Yeah, no, this absolutely. is an Udyr item, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He grants, actually does grant, care. And, this. It, and it grants fifty health, five tenacity, and five slow resist, which is uh, tenacity of, and slow resist feels egregious. But it's, it's uh, Udyr's well, some of Udyr's favorite stats, right there. This is so. an Udyr special right here. Yeah, you're one hundred. The only right. thing that he doesn't like is that there's no MR on it. And he but still gets value from the armor because he's going against jungle camps and stuff. So yes. Yeah. I mean, not that that matters that much. He's so healthy anyways, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It could be good. All right. Yeah. Uh, but not as eye-popping as the previous two to me. Right. Uh, Goliath's Ascendiary. Goliath's Ascendiary. I, 
they're throwing syllables together I've never put together before. <laughs> uh, 800 health, 200% base health regen, uh, 20 ability haste with the ability Colossal Consumption. You uh, charge up a powerful attack against a champion over three seconds while within 600 range of them. The charged attack drains the target, dealing 50 plus 10% of your max health as bonus damage and healing you for the same amount. You permanently gain maximum health equal to 15% of the drain. 30 second cooldown per target. I forgot about this item, man. This is the most ridiculous one. Fuck the other items. What the hell is this? Yeah. This First is, of I all, mean, this is literally base 800 health. No resistances, but then 200% base health yeah. regen is on top I'll, of it. I'll tell you exactly what this is. Go ahead. This is Riot's uh, olive branch towards all the Dr. Moon domains. <laughs> Yeah, like, they, he like couldn't uh, because he couldn't like use uh, what you would call it. There's certain items he just can't use because he functions differently. He wants to build the tank items that has no CC, and a lot of the and some of the items are yes. like based on your CC. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Bramble Vest uh, yeah. is un- like surprisingly not very good on him because he can never proc the empowered Grievous wounds on it because he doesn't have an immobilizing uh, attack. Well, isn't it also if they attack you three times? Or am I thinking of? I think it's immobile. I think it's just immobilizing. The attack three times was from the uh, you attacking three times is what did it for oh, more reminder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're I they're moving that down to two. By the way, I heard. Yes, yes, they are. Good change. W change. Good. Good. And then, but the charge on this, the permanent drained, like uh, this is also an item that Shaco might also abuse. Now let's look at the mythic passive. Grants <laughs> all other legendary items. One percent increased health and six percent champion size. And you know who just got a buff to our for champion size? Nasus did. Wait, did he? Yeah, his AOE on his alt now scales with his champ size. Oh like the my range. god! Yeah, which is a percent. How like it's kind of an undervalued alt because like I don't know, it's not as eye popping as like. I can't wait for it's a game. Percent, it's percent shred. A game of. Uh, what's the what's the game mode where you get to pick another champion's alt to also have? Oh, uh, un- I don't know. Is it? Oh, it's not uh, unsealed spellbook because that's the summer yeah. spell thing, isn't it? Right? I have or no maybe idea. maybe it is that. It could be that one. I don't remember. I don't play the extra game modes anymore. That where he gets a Cho'Gath alt, and then he just be he buys this item, and his like alt AOE is your entire screen. Uh, and thirty seconds is such a short amount of time, man, for the cooldown. Per target, so you can do that. Oh yeah, to just like another person. I don't know. This is gonna have a base cooldown. I don't know what it is. They don't say. This is going to have a base cooldown. It's not gonna be just whenever it's up. I don't yeah. know if it's gonna be like. Well, if it's thirty seconds per champion, probably like ten seconds. Then is that long enough? I don't know. This is a weird one. I don't know how good this I is gonna be, wave. but it looks like it's gonna be insane. If you get it early enough, like every wave you can cast this on the other person if they let you. Yeah. Like right, you have to let you three seconds, six hundred range. I'm sure there's an indicator where people are like, oh, get the fuck out. Right. But, but you're we'll you're see. you're draining, so you're healing and gaining max health, which is the same thing as healing. Like this the if you get this early in this has gotta be expensive. If you get this early in lane, this is just abusive. Yeah. I mean, they're not, but they, like, that's the thing. They're, they're not going to make this like 10k. <laughs> right. It's going to be like around the 3k mark. I, I, yeah. I, I would. I'm going to say it's probably. It's. It is. Its downfall is that it's just health, no resistances. Right. Could be bad in certain matchups, kind of idea. But yes. I just feel like this active is too value. 
or if, if I don't know if it's an active, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe it just does it automatically when you're in range of someone. That'd be insane. The game's starting to play itself, anyways. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good point. I don't know. I, I this reads as a as an ability you actually have to use, but I have no yeah, idea same. of any of these. It, it's same to me. Yeah. Next one, Rod of Ages. The moment we've all been waiting for. Rise mains rejoice. Cassidy's mains rejoice. Uh, especially Cassidy mains. Uh, 60 ability power, 300 health, 300 mana. This item gains, it's, it's the same as old. It stacks 20 health, 20 mana, 4 ability power every minute, up to 10 times. But the additional part is, upon reaching max stacks, you just gain a level. That's insane. But, yeah, I mean, Taylor's been theory crafting with Kale on this one a little bit. I could I could see a world where that's an insane spike for her when she, when she gets capped out. Cassidy's the biggest one for me. Because well, it's already yeah, because all the stats he wants, and he wants to hit 16 as soon as possible. And he's just swapped levels, dude. Yeah, or love. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, and and it and it gives ability haste, which is uh, typically a pretty good stat for most of the they, people buying this. They put the note at the end that said the level cap will remain at eighteen. Yeah, yeah. When I read that, I was like, "You didn't need to say that." But then I thought about it for a second, and I was like, "Could you imagine if it let if this item let you go to level 19? Yeah, it'd be gross. Oh man, <laughs> I wonder if it's ever going to be. It'll never be gold efficient, but I ever I wonder if it'll ever be level. Well, I guess for me, it depends know. on how the level mechanic works. If it just takes you to the closest level, the amount of XP, it could be like whatever. Right. right? You could be at like level like 14 and you're like you're like 98 percent of the way. And if it yeah. just takes you to what. But if, if it you... does it where it's like whatever level you're on, whatever the total amount of XP it takes, get to the next level. If you were at zero percent and that's what it right. gives you. Like then if, then if I'm level 14, it should give me the XP amount needed to get go from zero XP level 14 to level 15. That's yeah, how and, much XP and, it and keep get. the carry over. Exactly. Yeah. And that's if it's not like that, I'm not as excited about this item. But if it is like that, then this item is going to be very good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and with this also comes the built the recipe item, catalyst of aeons, eons, whatever ons. Two twenty five of three hundred mana and restores mana equal to fifteen percent of damage taken from champions and health equal to twenty percent of mana spent, up to fifteen health per cast. Oh, it's capped now. So this is what it used to be. Um except with a little extra rule attached to it, I guess. Yeah. I, I like it though. Um yeah, I, nice I've, I've always liked this item. Too. It felt good to use, and like I never felt like I was going to lose a lane when my opponent showed up with it. So I was just like, "This yeah. is a good item." Yeah. Rise, I mean, Rise is the happiest champion ever. I mean, this yes. alone, no more changes to Rise, and his win rate goes up like four percent. Yep. With with all with Rod of Ages, at least. So, because he also wants levels, he gets extra damage on his Q. Yes. Um. So we're done with items that are mythic items. Um. There are items that were mythic items that are no longer. They're going to be sprinkled in here. Uh, this next one is Abyssal Mask, which was obviously not a mythic. It was always a legendary, but um, 500 health, 300 mana, 40 magic resist, 10 ability haste. Um, did Ab Abyssal Mask didn't have any AP on it before, did it? No, no, not currently. But the shred okay. is really good, and I think they yep. made the shred better. Um, so his abilities are Eternity, Restore Mana equal to 15% of damage taken from champions, and Health equal to 20% of mana spent, up to 15 health per cast. If that sounds familiar, that is the Catalyst of Aeon's ability, so that will be put into the Abyssal Mask recipe. Um, the other ability has is Unmake, Curse nearby enemy champions, reducing their magic resist by 5, plus 1.5% of bonus health. 
maximum of 25. For each cursed enemy, gain 9 magic resist. Yeah, good item. This is a good item. Already was underbuilt IMO, but yeah. Um, actual math where buying this fourth item on like a melee mage is actually like or like a Kali is actually more damage than buying any other like AP item after right. you build their core. Uh, but yeah, but we can fly and, through some of these next ones here. Or right. Let's see another point here. Real quick, as a PSA, um, if you are a person that doesn't understand how you don't win fights at late in in the game, you just get blown up. But you only build offensive items and never build any defense. That's a problem. Um, this is Abyssal Mask here is a really good example of a defensive item that can help you offensively, but does a really good job of keeping you alive in certain situations. Just because you need to carry doesn't mean you don't want a defensive item. You know, sometimes you gotta do a little something different. Uh, anyway, like I said, some of the mythic items are no longer mythics. Sunfire Aegis and Turbo Chem Tank are no longer mythic items. Um, they both have their same abilities, just tuned down, right? Yeah, and Turbo Chem Tank no longer has a Sunfire passive. That's probably like good. Think. Yeah, it's just the active on on it just to speed up. It won't. I don't think it'll be. I mean, some champions will like it for sure, but it'll be pretty right. niche. It's, Sunfire Cave will be. Sunfire Aegis will be built all the time. <laughs> built. Everybody will build this thing. Yes, it, it, it's uh, it's still good as long as you can use as long as the armor is good in the game. Yeah, it's no, it's no magic resist anymore. Yeah, and random and omens has just got a massive buff. Um, it's back to what it used to be where it's now just passively people deal less critical strikes to you instead of being attached to the active and the active still has and he still has an active here. Wait, was uh, that was that attached to the active before? Yeah, yeah. On live right now, you only get the critical strike resistance when you on people that you hit with a slow. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, it's really it's not that good. I mean, the stats are good enough and like the recipes are pretty good building into yeah. it. So it's still like fine. Um, but it's not my favorite. It's kind of feel it's kind of annoying in that respect. Yeah. Uh, but the big ones coming up here that I'm very have excited for, Spira Sojin. It's coming back, and if you're I mean, a TFT player, it doesn't do exactly <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It uh, 65 attack damage, 300 health, 20 ability haste. Dragon Force. Your non-ultimate spells gain. It scales. Uh, six Math. plus one percent of bonus AD for melee champions. So it's the how much you get back gets increased by later in the game you go. Uh, yeah. So you, you just you do your you do your spells faster. If you can buy this and your tank can buy the other thing, or you or if you can buy both of them with the that mythic up top. Yep. Radiant virtue. You might be cycling some spells pretty quickly. Um, and then it gives you movement speed based off your missing health, which seems. I mean, this item's probably going to be just as problematic as it was before yeah just the no. movement speed based on missing health is really interesting have we seen that effect anywhere before in league i don't think so i don't think so either um this th that i don't know i feel like we're gonna see some weird uh some weird champions building this yeah. we're gonna find some weird chance that you have that those stats are terrible on it but like just the two effects are insane yeah. You'll, I think you will see some red currently. I think range champions would still use this, like certain ones. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Uh, and then Ravenous Hydro being the last one is now a scaling item. It's now like Mage Eyes, uh, which is cool because... Does the, the thing it stacks, is is that Omnivam or what is it? Yeah, yeah. So it gives 65 attack damage, 20 ability, haste, 9% Omnivam. 
You get I like this a lot. Yeah, this item is going to be kind of fun. Uh, attacks and abilities cleave, I think just like how it used to. Um, it can only hit each target once per attack or ability every 10 seconds. I don't know what that means exactly. Does that mean each, if you cleave once, you can't cleave them again for 10 seconds? Yes, I believe so. That's kind of weird. Uh, oh, but it does do a good amount. Uh, 60% damage? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. And it does not work on structures, and the scaling part of it is Carnivorous. Gain 0.5 AD and 0.1% Omnivamp whenever you kill an enemy. Which so I basically doesn't, doesn't say champion, so it could just be you could also stack this on farming. Yes. If you get this fully stacked, just the stats it's going to give you will be 90 attack damage and 14% omnivamp. Yeah, stacks up to 25 AD and 5% omnivamp. That's a lot. Yeah, and you, but you lose the risk part of it is you lose fifty percent stacks on these death. But I think it's working like old Bloodthirster because I think you can just get these off of minions. Like yeah, minion it, it does say an enemy. It doesn't say a champion. Yeah, because what is um, that? Could that be? So you need, yeah, you need to kill fifty things, right? Uh, point five times five two point yeah fifty. Yeah. Which I mean. I good. I mean, I think it's gonna be a good item. I think you're gonna see like Nasus build this. He's mm-hmm. gonna build all tank items like maybe this. Maybe. I don't know. I could. I could see. I could see it being fun. I feel I like it'll be meta. I don't think. I feel missed. like one of those tank mythics and then Spear Hydra is gonna be like a core three item build for a lot of like fighters. I could, yeah, I could see like a, a Jax could abuse this for sure. Jax has always been a Spear of Sojin abuser. <laughs> the the new stats on Spear yeah, make it, it yeah, even more. Jax so. is already super strong. I think Jax just went through the roof with this patch, but or with yes. preseason. But we'll see. And as is the case with all uh, metas where people are super tanky, you want consistent damage, not burst damage. Jax can do that for you. Yeah, and ADC will be the most important position once again. Despite them getting shafted by the XP earlier, I'm kind of curious to see what the state of botland will be after in preseason. Especially if they're not getting any item changes. Yeah. Like if this is the full list of item changes, then yeah. By the way, never buy collector again if you have a tank. Like just never do it. It's not gonna be worth it. Yeah. You're gonna want to go. You're gonna, gonna want to go some Lord Doms pretty early. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that that wraps up all the the items for the preseason, and I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. Uh, unless you have anything that <laughs> you would like. No, I, I need to get some water. My throat's getting dry. I've been talking yeah. too much. I actually have to edit this tonight because we're recording on Thursday, and I don't like that I'm going to have to do that. Um, oh, I have a question of the week to present to our listeners once again, brought to you by Taylor. I also, I'll say this now. Actually, no, I won't. I'll 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 record another thing and throw it at the beginning. T- Taylor gave us a response to his question of the week from last week in audio form, so that's going somewhere in here. I don't know exactly where it's going to go. Probably during the question of the week. I just forgot about it until now, so we didn't actually talk about it or listen to it on the podcast. But you guys will hear it. So for next week, the question of the week is: if if you would be known for one pop off play as a professional League of Legends player. What champion would you want it to be on? And when I say a pop-off play, everybody knows what I'm talking about. When I say Faker, what was that? That's like a pop-off play. You know what I mean? Like you have a big moment that people remember, X-Pac on the back door, whatever it is. 
what champion would you want it to be on is our uh, question of the week. But uh, that's going to do it for us. We will be back next week. Um, and fingers crossed that NA can get one team to go 3-0 and maybe make it out of groups, but I, I'm not very hopeful. Uh, until then, be well, everybody, and we will see you all next time. Bye.